You're listening to the Captain's Quadrant. Set a course for fun. Like, share, and subscribe. I'm the only one who's unmuted. Let the well, record show. Well, For like three seconds, I you was were... in charge. <laughs> welcome back, everybody, to the Space and Time show, where I am joined by two other gentlemen, and we talk all things Star Trek, and our names all happen to start with the letter J. I'm Captain Joe Dove. It's like an episode uh, of Sesame Street. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by the letter J. Uh, I'm joined this week, of course, by Murph, Slappy Frozen Cheeks, and head of Starfleet IT, Jason and Jason, as I stated before, we all have J's. Uh, before <laughs> we jump into our good old first contact, I just want to say hello to everybody out there uh space mom's on her way she's having some internet connections but she says hello to you guys uh i'm sure need is going to pop up but our friend geek filter which is uh our buddy out from tiktok good to see you my friend live long and prosper all right let's hop into first contact thanks what a fun episode this was this was like this was like a Deep Space Nine episode with everything that was going oh. on. Oh. And there was a great little throw to it, too. Yes, so. it was! <laughs> and I've got to say, this by far was uh, a highlight of my week. Um, let us go to Head of Starfleet IT. Give us your first contact. This was, this is one of the great episodes of this season. Yeah. And, and this thing just. The momentum of the episode, the facts, the stakes were being raised and raised and raised. The fact that without giving away the, the like the end bit right now, you think it's going to end. You think she, it's it's just going to get to a point everything's going to be okay, but it's not. Yeah. The stakes just keep getting raised in this episode, and I absolutely loved it. I mean, I'm I will say, and it will be a, actually. You know what? I'll save it for the con. Okay. But besides that, overall, this is definitely a nine out of ten episode for me. Yeah. Maybe same and a half. Yeah, same, same. All right, Murph's slappy frozen cheeks. Let's hear what we hear first. Contact on this for episode. All of the amazing Star Trek content that we've gotten this year, this was a top five episode out of all of them. Out of out of Discovery, Lower Decks, Strange, Strange Worlds, World, yeah. all of it. This is wow. this is on up there and. Is true. <laughs> who, who would have thought the Nickelodeon show would get this good? Right. Um, I I loved it. It was great. And as Jason said, just when you think that they're out of the fire, they just fall into a bigger fire. And it was just so well paced. It was. I got so many. I got some pros. I got a couple of cons. But overall, incredibly positive. I I loved it. It was great. Mm. Hey, hey, and hello there, Nita, before we move on. I just noticed you popped in. Good to see you, my friend. Hello Hi, there, my, how are my Trek brothers doing? We're doing good. We were talking about how amazing this episode was, and Absolutely. We're, we're, we're inside gushing right now. Yeah. Uh, the uh, next time for us to jump into 
Episode Summary. Sportaklon oder hör mir zu, hör mir zu, eine Sullivan, oder? Oder eine Sullivan? Star Trek Prodigy Season 1 Episode 19. Surrounded by the Federation Armada, the crew attempts to stop their ship from destroying all of Starfleet. Thank you to IMDb for another very simplistic description. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I will say? Because we, and I, I'm going to give a bit behind the scenes to the, the guys that are watching. Yeah. Like, I do a lot of pre work before this show. And for some reason, because we've moved it, getting material for this, like getting a mm. good synopsis, getting images and all that can be quite difficult at times. Yeah. So, uh, IMD, unfortunately, we're down to the dregs of using their synopsis at the moment. Because most importantly, I'm too lazy to write my own. So. Mm, yeah. Sorry. Um, you know, the writer that did this episode, I follow her on, on Twitter. And mm. she's one of the ones that hasn't left Twitter yet, which is great. Mm. But uh, she said this was her debut writing episode. And let me tell you, this is how you start. Mm. And you swing and you hit. Mm-hmm. Mm. From New York to Texas, oh my God, what are you gonna do? Or let's say New York, or Texas to Australia. Oh, it, it was a total home run, global, global. It was. This was a heck of a debut. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go to Rosgan. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. I. Yeah. Yeah, she was a writer's assistant before this, so that's great. Okay. Yep. Um, let me tell you, that I, I really don't have any cons. So since you mentioned that you had a con, let, let's start with head of Starfleet IT, and then we'll go to our buddy Slap Cheeks over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, my con is more about... Um, the con with this is actually not a con about the episode really as such. It's more about it's just like why baffling this is baffling me. Why make this a two-parter? In the week of Christmas, just to, to put time on this, why didn't they just go for it and just have it? Because it it is I don't know if it finishes on a cliffhanger for me. It does feel like it finishes right in the middle of a story. Mm-hmm. And and it's just seemed odd to me that we had to have the half of it when really it's one story. It's called Supernova. We've getting Supernova part one. Um, yeah, that was my only thing because I wanted to see more of it. Well, uh, you know, it's it's interesting because that's oh, – sorry. Yeah, go, go, go on. Uh, that's how they ended the first half of the first season. It was a mm. two-part cliffhanger. They did this yeah. exact yes, same thing. So that's their motto. Yeah, I'm just yeah. being like greedy. I just want to see it all now. Oh, but okay. I'll tell you what, Ken, I was thinking about the the, the end of it, and it's a big pro, obviously, that the, the – like the third act of this, what goes down. And uh, for some reason, I'm watching it. And I and I think this. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. That's how the Federation looked at one point, didn't it? Uh, it came in. Can I just say, the one thing, though, just did not the end of it feel like this belongs in a movie? Yeah. The idea of this, the concept of having it basically them destroy themselves seems like such a cinematic idea. And they did such an amazing job pulling it off. But I would have loved to have seen something like this on the large screen. I think it would look incredible. Yeah. Um, And I did that. I watched it. I'll be honest with you. I first watched it on my iPad. Mm. 
And I got to that scene and literally stopped, went out to the big 4K oh, and yeah. watched it there because I don't know how much you guys caught, but there's a lot happening. Oh, yes. Yeah. When All that battle ships, is just, yeah. oh, they it's did unbelievable. The- they did a ship that I hadn't seen before. They did a, uh, it's like a reliant version of the Enterprise B or yeah. Excelsior. That's I'd the, never... uh, that is the, uh, I figured uh, you would know. Oh my gosh, I've got it oh. somewhere. Yeah. I, I mean, I mentioned it last night. Now I don't remember the name is of it. Is that the Akira no, class or something like that? It's not the Akira class. No. Um, the Akira no. class is different. That is the, uh, it starts with a C. The, 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 the no, no, that doesn't it'll start hit with me C. in the middle. It'll hit me in the middle of my shower tonight. I'll be sitting there. Yeah. And all of a sudden, get back in a <laughs> well, it, no, and, you... and can I just say the biggest pro for me in this episode, mm-hmm. and I know I'm sure you'll want to talk about this bit, is the amping up the fact that it dawns on the audience and it dawns on them that the moment it autom- those ships automatically put out an SOS. Yeah. What a brilliant evil plan! Because yeah. not only were they destroying themselves, the, they then were inviting all the other Federation ships to come to that point. Yeah, the Centaur become- class. Santa, you know, did you Centaur look it up? Class. Did you look it up? No. Yeah, he did. Yeah. No. <laughs> he, he but, went to he went to the Googles. Yeah. <laughs> but Look, back to that that concept of bringing all the good guys to one point and then getting them eat themselves. Yeah. To me is genius. And I, and I was just shocked and dumbfounded that it was such a brilliant idea that Star Trek had never used it before. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, other, some of my other pros to go into it. Um, and, and I've got one little con, I suppose is Dahl's ability to get over what was happening pretty quickly. Yeah, like when he gets told that he's not going to be in Federation, he just <laughs> oh, goes, well, well, just Let me help on. everybody. Yeah, it just seemed a quick turn to go from that to, Yeah, I'm going to sacrifice myself for, sacrifice myself for the team. Yeah, but you know what? I've said enough. I want to get let Jason, I'm, I'm yeah. sure I'll interrupt you. All right, you see right. my look here. This is my look of disapproval over what you just said because oh. that scene oh. where Dahl got over it and said, I'm going to get everybody else yeah. in the Starfleet to me was a pro. Oh, oh that shows yeah. Dahl's wow. evolution. He has gone from being the selfish, self-centered person to caring for other people and mm. saying, you know what? I may not get what I want, but I can do for other people. And then yeah. he turns around and he does something that is, you know, 19 episodes too late, in my opinion. He gives command of the protostar to Gwen, who should have yes, been happened in the first true. place, if you ask me. But uh, I, I don't I mind that. Him. I just don't think it was long enough. That was my issue. Mm. And I suppose in a 22-minute episode, how much time can he sit on that and remunerate his loss of, you know, because that's his been... The thing is, it was quick to me, Jason, because it was... The whole series has been around... Well, not the whole series, but certainly a big chunk of it's about their desire to be part of Starfleet, his desire to be part of Starfleet. Right, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But anyway, I see We're it both as right, pro. by the way. We're, we're both pro. right. I'm more right than you are, but sure, why not? No, no, incorrect, incorrect. Um, but uh, oh, so many pros. I, I have a couple of cons, but I just want to say a few pros. First of all, the opening volleys in the Starfleet battle to me were so I don't know. I never really got a sense of excitement out of it. I got a sense of just overwhelming sadness. And I get this from the musical score, which the score for this series has been just incredible in every episode. But what I liked most of all about this episode is that 
the director knew when not to put any background music in. And just hearing those sound effects of the phasers slicing through the hulls and the 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 ships starting to explode with no music, I was just thinking, wow, that is super duper dramatic. Um, as I said, I love seeing dolls um, evolution here. I like seeing the characters work together. You know, <laughs> Jason. <laughs> Did you just no? <laughs> no, you I mean, don't understand. It, we are it was all boo entitled to our. I wasn't saying boo. I was saying boo words. We are all <laughs> entitled to our opinions. It's just mine is correct. <laughs> um. Anyway, see now you you completely stream, derailed my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> okay. Do you want to come back? I'll... No, I no. want to continue <laughs> because I want to continue making Jason I want upset over songs. things that are correct. <laughs> Uh, I enjoyed watching the crew work together, um, seeing them yeah, escape was... the aftermath of um, of a Dreadnought's attack on them, you know, using their different parts, I guess, you know, having, you know, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Rock take Jankum's hand and free Murph. Yeah. And I, I really yes. enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, that was all, yeah. Um, that was great. They all yeah. knew which person to release next. Yes. Yeah. Chain yeah. of events. Um, yeah. When Dala's speech was top tier star trek top tier it was tear inducing i just loved it not only for the writing but for the performance as well i i can't remember gwen's uh voice actress but she did just an outstanding mm. job with that scene uh I've, I've got a few more pros but i'm gonna talk about my con right now and that is the diviner oh yeah you want to talk about something that had very little setup that is the diviner going from some someone who you know valued a ship more than his daughter to someone who basically betrays the whole mission for his daughter yeah. for almost no reason and i look back oh. and i'm like yeah you know he got an amnesia and all he could remember was his daughter but there was very little setup for that and then for him for them to dead jedi him at the end where he turns into like sparkles and yeah, goes away yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm watching that thinking this is not star wars what is this <laughs> well that now, species is a a beacon of light maybe. i guess and i don't know maybe whenever they die that's part of their natural process i mean come on maybe. voyager had some had had a species that aged in reverse and became children when they died i guess you know that one can like turn into a buffy the vampire slayer vampire and just kind mm. of melt away Maybe he imparted some of his essence into Gwendala. I don't know. I just found it, it looked very. Like it. it looked like it, it. It was almost like Nickelodeon going, "Wait a minute, we can't have a dead body on the ship. Get rid of it." <laughs> How? I don't know. Whatever they do on Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong company. But, I know, but come on. Yeah. Can They're I just say though? No, you said whole... enough. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna argue one point with you. With uh, of course, you are. <laughs> Ladies so, and gentlemen, welcome to Jason Fight. From <laughs> not being the main antagonist. Yeah. I like the idea of that. I like that we thought we were following this villain. And actually, in a way, he was a pawn in his own villainous plot. Yeah. He wasn't the main bad guy. The idea. Yeah. I don't know if it was executed correctly. I, I think you're right there. But the idea of that, I thought was really cool. Yeah. Uh, Ella Prunell is the voice of Gwen. She did uh, an yes. amazing job. She did She's great. been amazing from the get-go. Yeah, though, yeah, yeah. they are. They are. They, they are. Fantastic. Yes. They, 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 they some man Dukas, by the way. Voice cast. Yeah. 
Jacob Jason Bart. Manzoukas, who should really be a one-note character, has brought so much depth yes. to um, – why have I just gone blank straight away? I was about to say rock. Jenkin Pog. Jenkin Pog. Because, you know, he How never says his Jenkin name. Pog? He says his name every second line. <laughs> Jenkin Pog. Jenkin Pog should be a really one-note character, right? should be a very simplistic character. And he brings even depth to that. That's how good this voice cast is. Yeah. It's amazing. And uh, Jamila Jamal is um, Essentia, which I thought I didn't evil. know that. Evil, and evil, I, evil. And I, I did like, not know that. I didn't know that. I was like, oh, uh, yes. I'm oh, well, I like her more now because after She-Hulk's Titania, I was a bit Titania or whatever her name was. I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> um, For me, there's a lot of pros, less cons. My favorite pro <laughs> And it's something that Geek Filter brought up, so I got to pull it back up. Yep. Uh, where is it? Where is it? I feel like there's. Yeah. All right, just move, move on. Josh. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. Here we go. We can show that. Okay. Right. The Defiant only fired and never got hit. Yes. In case, well, hold on. In case okay. that everybody watching at home or listening at home does. Yeah, not we're know, gonna set that up. <laughs> the Defiant class ship that we saw in the fleet was the was actual the Defiant. Defiant. Yeah, yeah, that was the biggest pro to me. And uh, wait a second, who brought up that possibility last week? Someone. Oh, that's right. That that's I right. I don't know that's who right. he was. Ah, some guy. No idea. Anyway, on. Never <laughs> met the guy in my life. <laughs> well done, Jason. Well done. Yes, I agree. It was well done. <laughs> yes, it was well done. Um, the all out onslaught. I didn't think that the weapon would turn on. I thought maybe we'll get one ship and then they wouldn't spiral into the whole thing, but they went for the whole gusto. And I thought that was a great pro. Um, to see that the total chaos and the setup that how deep that plan went, the fact that the construct would actually uh call other ships and it would just continually pull in everybody until all that's what I was saying before. Yeah, that I thought was. I was like, yeah. wow, who knew that that was going to go into so, so a, a spiral that just was How many resources have they utilized? All you know? of them. Yeah. They, they had Starfleet, the, the, all of them. Yeah. Klingons. But for the in. others, what? Just that weapon. Yeah. Just that weapon. And yeah. that, that I, nobody has to die. Nope. They just nope. send that weapon in and it does all the rest. It's almost like a. Like a black hole in a way, yeah. that weapon, isn't it? In yeah. fact, didn't they describe it like that at one point? Uh, probably. You I know think the... they did. I think there would have been clues when they were kind of getting to the bottom of it, of what it was capable of. And now we've obviously seen it. And it's Yeah. You know, I, honestly, uh, this, oh, cool. this uh, whole living construct situation kind of reminds me of Control from the second season of Discovery. And I love the second season of Discovery. I do I too. just think about how much more interesting the second season of discovery would have been if they would have taken this plot and used yeah. it <laughs> instead of mm. like the infinite attack shuttles inside the enterprise and the discovery and you're watching it going how does that work yeah you know, just just having the starfleet ships turn on each other would have been just amazing <sighs> to see that on a movie screen though oh, that would have been my thing you imagine going to imax oh my 3D, god oh and you're having something like that playing in front of you yeah, yeah. It's, it's all over. Life wouldn't be worth continuing because it's it's reached Nevada. I would get a puppy to, to see the Sovereign on screen hey. on the big screen again. Well, how about, uh, let me, I wanted to ask you, because my other pro on this was seeing all these different classes of ships that I I hadn't seen before. And yeah. I, I consider myself a very deep Star Trek fan. But they had a Reliant version of the Enterprise-E. 
if I'm not mistaken, right? I didn't uh, see that. I saw the centaur, but I didn't see anything else. No, well, I, I saw like a, I don't think I've here's the worst thing, like I said about before, not having many picks from this yeah. setup, because otherwise I would have definitely had picks for I don't think I've got any here, sorry. Yeah. Because I it's worth picking apart, Joe. Yeah. Like, all those all those that whole scene like, to see. Wait, I've never shit. seen that before. I've never. Well, seen you know, that. some dude's already done it on the internet. We just I'm sure. I'm sure. We just have to go find that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. My only con this week was uh, killing off James John Noble. That's uh, one of my favorite voice actors. Actors. Period. Uh, um, he's the steward of Gondor, and yeah. I, ah, I, very talented man. Yeah, and but uh, is he dead though? Of course. Is he? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, dust, it's, man. I mean, he yeah. That's he's dust in the wind. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> I mean, Come on. They, they burned Spock like a hot dog, and he was back two movies later. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, the one thing that could be an open for him is it is the future, a timeline story base. Yeah. So yeah, there is a way he could pop back up and be like, oh, I'm not dead. I'm coming back I'll to be get honest my with you. you know, I'm honest with you, I hope not. I hope not. You hope he's dead. Yeah, I think oh. you've done with that villain. Great storyline. Let's move on. These mm. guys are kicking goals. They don't need to be looking backwards. Keep moving forward. <laughs> uh, this is a good, another good one from our buddy. Uh, let, let's go to the comments. Are you guys cool? Yeah, go to the comments. Break, I'm ready. Go all right, on. cool. All right, I'm gonna go backwards, uh, but we'll we'll have it all together. Yeah. Uh, John Noble's in the ventilation system. <laughs> system yeah. My progeny. I'm stuck. Yeah. I'm, I'm stuck. My progeny. Can anyone hear me? Uh, I'm alive. I, I'm just very badly burned. Yeah, these are great. The Defiant is a badass ship. Indeed Heck yeah. Heck it's yeah. Cool ship. Do you have the Playmates, Jason? The Playmates I do version? not. Uh, I, I missed out on that one. I'm going to... Uh, it's it's your credibility. That is so freaking expensive online right now. It's is that like I would I'd be willing to drop some dime to get a decent three hundred for a place play playmates three hundred, and I've only seen it in box. Nobody's selling it used, so what I've a, seen a few used, and if I get it, it'll be used. Same. Um, Wharf might make an appearance. What do you guys think? I think that very much could happen because who's commanding I, Defiant? Yeah, a tying. I'm, I'm going to hold off or, on. Or the, I'm going to hold off until future speculation. Okay. All right, and then we have the the Klingons that uh, said, "Hey, yeah, we'll help you out." Like maybe yeah. he's there too. Yeah, the living construct looks visually similar to that easy AI thing in Picard season one. Yes, I have brought that up before, and I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, but uh, red's a cool color. color. So what are you gonna do? Yeah, and no, but remember those tentacles that were coming out of the that little hole that that, that, Brent that never really got fully explained what it right. was. Yeah, maybe this is a tie into Picard again. And then my mom wants I'd to be know avoiding that if I was them. <laughs> Work is one of my favorite characters, but she means Worf. Worf. Yeah, we know, we know. Worf always. Uh, Everyone's favorite character. I, I, yeah. No, Mickey can't have Nickelodeon too. I'm going to get whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey's objective is total global <laughs> domination. I, I'm sorry. Are we reading this backwards? With the <laughs> yeah, I'm are we getting backwards. the punchline before the, okay, before <laughs> yeah, the yeah. setup? Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> we have to stop the Disney. Oh, okay, the Disney con now there we get no the stopping the Disney yes. construct. I think I think next time we should probably read DC them in order. Uh, maybe, 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 maybe. Come on. Um, <laughs> uh, and then then he, he also got? agrees. I love pointing out all the ships. They like they put up a mirror up to the screen. That's all of us out there. Yeah. Everybody went. Wait, wait. Ah, blah, 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 you know. Um, yeah. 
Absolutely. And then we're gonna we're gonna yeah, go. Yeah, that Leo uh, DiCaprio meme. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everywhere. Um, and this is an interesting point. It feels like, like just like the relay station, the attacks are super slow. And I'm assuming that Nickelodeon thing because those ships could have been toast very quickly. Yeah, like isn't the Sovereign class the most superior ship that would just come in yeah. and be like, ah, goodbye everybody. <laughs> you know no 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 look in a sense it would have been quicker right mm-hmm. but at the same time um it wouldn't have been instant like what's the point of that what's yeah. the point of like just having what the burn re, re like redoing yeah. the burn where we just, yeah, see, yeah. just blow up at once right that's right. not exciting it's more exciting to see those 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 laser beams going and you know it's slicing people in half of those ships so oh man it's way in more exciting. rated way yes yeah, energy right in a Nickelodeon way. Yes, but you yeah, know, I got really good medical teams, so it doesn't matter if you get cut in half anymore. Right. That's true. That's true. That they means can put John you back Noble together. Can come back. <laughs> All right, and then uh, the point about Doll, I didn't see it as Doll getting over it, but putting it aside to uh, to do what needed to be done. This little typo there. You know what? You know what? You're right, Nita, because essentially in, in that kind of stressful, traumatic moment, it probably just was easy to block it out and deal with the situation. And then there's going to be a lot of PSTD around that, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. If you, if it, you know, give away what a fruity speculation is, Dale's going to be pretty pissed off, I think. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Speaking of, I think it, them erasing this timeline has to be in play. This is within a year of Mars attacks, and it seems impossible that this wouldn't have an impact. So Mars attacks, that's the Picard opening season one where all the androids turn on and go, blah, 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 screw you, planet Mars. I, I thought that, that, spoken I thought about that, that was the, the whole... <laughs> thing. Yeah, not that Mars attacks. <laughs> is that interesting <laughs> that we've never really spoke about the fact that they are very close, aren't they? Yeah, they're in the in same time timeline. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, and you it, you would think there would be more of an. He brought up a bloody good point there, Geek Fielder. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, that would mean that right now, uh, if the Picard novels are canon, Worf is the captain of the Enterprise E. Oh, ah, there you so go. That's where he is. Oh. Right how'd that happen? Was, but there's our Star like, Trek Sherlock again, making bringing everything together. Excellent. Yeah, right. So who could be on the Defiant Bashir? And what you is know, Bashir? What is he? He's Captain. Yes. He's I don't want to talk about that. Oh, he's an Augment. Oh, yeah. That, that was my future speculation is that was. Bashir was there. Because that would is that was be someone to step in and say, now, wait a minute. Mm. <laughs> Texas Jason. We we, all, I I want, <laughs> we're all entitled to opinion, but mine is correct. On a T-shirt. Done yeah. done. I think we're going to start. We can. That's his catchphrase. We can definitely do that. We can yeah, make a I shirt. Think, I think it's a good um, idea. I thought my like catchphrase the was thing. delicious. Yeah, <laughs> when you're talking about that, it's a bit of future speculation. <laughs> do you think that's how they'll end the season with that introduction and then next season, hopefully, we get Bashir as being a big part of that storyline? That would be cool. That. that would be pretty neat. Better than Robert Because he needs a mentor, doesn't he? He does. He does. Who else is going to be the perfect mentor for, for Dahl? Yeah. All right. Well, let us go. Are we going to be cutting a break or? Yeah, we'll throw to a commercial and we'll right. be right back with 10 forward. You keep getting me killed. 
I thought you had my back. Oh, not again. like i gotta go pick up a video game that i didn't have before <laughs> i have that game that was the question have you guys ever played it I no i didn't I even know it game, existed yeah. no, i never I saw that it. commercial before i played it frustrating i thought it is super <laughs> frustrating yes oh, maybe not I'm, a great, a great game, game. Good, right, commercial, good commercial though good commercial <laughs> ah you guys are are you guys related because you're so yeah. it's like um, the mirror universe let's have go yeah, oh, I didn't try. Oh, geez, I'm not doing my job, am I? Mm. This is terrible. I like it. If all the, you guys wanted some Wharf, we brought Wharf to you. There we go. Yeah. Uh, you know, okay, let's. I reckon we're going to dig into this Bashir. What do you think is going to happen with Bashir? Do you think it's a cameo? Guys, is, that, or, is that feature speculation or yeah it's a, oh, it is, isn't speculation. It? Yeah. yeah it is it is oh, you know what let's can we just join them both I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah, go for it. what the heck what conclusion would you draw all right welcome to the 10 forward feature right. speculation exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm gonna put, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my thinking hat on for this one yeah no. um <laughs> No, we're not doing Christmas hats. <laughs> well, we're doing Christmas hats? Awesome. Hold on, hold on, hold no, on. No, we're not doing Christmas hats. I'm doing Christmas hats. <laughs> hey, I, we're I, talking about it. It looks like a Snuggie. It looks like it. All right. There we go. All right, put yours on, Joe. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. And we got oh, look at it. We're, we're both the elves here. Just pull this there we go. Down. All right. <clears throat> wow, his is like super long. <laughs> well, I think I look more like the actual main star of the it's, whole Christmas thing. Yeah, we, we're your elves and you're Santa, so yeah. I guess that works, yeah. Okay, <laughs> now, come on, Bashir. Bashir. The whole idea of Bashir being in the show, the more I've heard about this, this future speculation, the more I think it has to be, right? Yeah. It has Absolutely. to be. Absolutely. A mentor, somebody that... Gives Deep Space Nine some love. Do we know if the actor has talked about Star Trek recently? He has anyway, not. He has not. No, he has not. But, but he is an augment member of Starfleet, mm-hmm. and that would give Dahl hope. And I didn't think about this until recently, but he was while he was on Deep Space Nine in that same episode that he was revealed to be an augment. He was being programmed into a hologram. Oh, that's right. Remember, he was supposed to be the doctor yes. that was on Voyager. He was going to be the EMH Mark II. Yeah. And we haven't seen 
an EMH, an EMH on the protostar yet. No. So even if the flesh dots. and blood, even if the flesh and blood Bashir does not appear on the Defiant, which he should. Yeah. There should be yes. some Deep Space Nine character yeah. on that Defiant. But if he does not appear, then you know, there's a possibility somebody gets injured, they bring him to sick bay. Um Janeway says, activate the EMH. What's the EMH? Poof. Please state the nature of the magical emergency. Bashir. That would be a freaking and amazing. Then, you know what you know, would make that even to... better? What's that? What? Would be, they say, bring up the EMH and both Bashir and Robert Picardo show up. <laughs> what are you doing I'm here? I'm the EMH. Yeah, they have yeah. an argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be great. Oh, and Andy Dick. Andy Dick has to show up as well. Oh, <laughs> for that, just you know, poof, he poof, will just... poof. They both look at Andy Dick and go, "Nope, turn him off." Yeah, yeah I was gonna go. say Andy Dick would show up anyway. You know, Andy yeah, Andy Dick, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'd show up. He'd be drunk. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna go shoot yeah. some torpedoes. Yeah, he's gonna sexually harass Murph. You know, like, <laughs> but um, so Bashir is currently in a TV show called Foundation. Yeah. And I'm not sure if that show is going to continue or not. Is that on Apple TV? Apple, yeah, Apple. yeah, yeah. I yeah, heard yeah, it's Apple. good. I just have, I don't, I don't do Apple. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I got it for free with my new iPhone. That's the only reason why. And I love C. Anyway, that's not about the show. Um, so who knows? It, it's a possibility because it only says one episode and then he's in 12 episodes of something called uh, Shantaram mm. with also on Apple TV. So hopefully yeah. he's not a permanent. Uh, contract employee of Apple TV, so we can get him back. Uh, I don't know if it works like that anymore. Um, but oh, I reckon, look, if he's still active as an actor, and he's he's talked positively about his experience in the past, right? Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I'd, I'd be happy to lay a hundred dollars American down. That's how serious I am. Wow. American dollars. That's like what six I'd grand. I'd be willing to bet on this. Yeah, <laughs> that's about seven hundred million dollars Australian. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh man, that's you cool. know, there's also the the possibility that a lot of people say that uh, Bashir is part of Section Thirty One oh, after Deep right. Space Nine. So oh, yeah. maybe that is a Maybe that's a route that Dahl looks into is becoming part of Section 31, where he meets Bashir. I don't know. Maybe he meets Garrick too. Maybe Bashir and Garrick are a happily married couple. Oh, and, uh, wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that be? That'd be nice. That like, would be amazing. That, that's progressive. If you do that yes. on a Nickelodeon show, we're getting somewhere, aren't we? Yeah. You know, at this point? Did I, you guys? Was... Did you guys see that interview? That the so there's another podcast that you know we prefer you another, to subscribe. Is it? We prefer you describe to ours, but uh, there's a one the guy who was, I think, Malcolm on Enterprise, mm -hmm. and uh, one of the producers have a podcast and they interviewed Garrick. They have a different, uh, yeah, and you had Andrew Robertson on there, they had Anderson Robertson on, and he was talking about, yeah, from the minute I knew that he was when he came on set, I knew he was very handsome, and yeah, you saw that. Don't say the word, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw he, that clip he wants myself. to forcibly hug him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how he said how he kind of found that relationship. He couldn't figure out, and then once he goes, oh, you know, he he wants to get possibly yeah. hug him, right? Yeah, he, he um, hugs. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was a great little interview, by the way. I don't know. If oh, yeah. yeah, it was. It was. I mean, I'm I mean, sorry. It... Watching watching that way back in '92 or '93 when Deep Space Nine came on, that was the first thing I thought was. He 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 digs him in more than just a professional capacity. 
I never Whenever, picked up on that. Oh, you never picked up yeah. on that? I never, never picked up on that. I'm with Jice. There was some intentions there. I was, there were, you know, putting the hands on the shoulders, giving them a little tight squeeze. That's, it, mm, yeah, I feel what's under there. Yeah, mm-hmm, I like that. I was, it was, Ooh. to me, the way he would always, like, the the eye contact and the, mm-hmm. like, everything that Bishu would say, he was just like, you could see Garrick just absorbing it and, and like, yeah. into it so much. Yeah, I mean, I totally I, like in those days. <laughs> in those days, when you're watching TV, though, they did a lot of that kind of stuff started without actually yeah. saying it. So right. to it, me, it was like they coding. were saying it. Yeah, yeah, they uh, had to code it because you know Rick Berman wouldn't allow anything like that. Yeah, so, which is, uh, which is and, and it's absolutely that, ridiculous considering the amount of Star Trek that had been made before that that has dealt and, with sexuality in such a and, significant way. That, that that would have been the thought process. And the first uh, same-sex kiss was on Deep Space Nine. Yes, it was. Yes, so it I, was. in season yeah, five. Yeah. So it's interesting that they would. But do you think about it? it took him, that was the late 90s by then. Yeah. Things that started to change by then. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think that's around the same time Ellen came right. out as gay on her sitcom. Right. And stuff like that. So things had started to change from a societal point of view but either way let's just get back to the fact that we want people paramount we need bashir and Garrett yeah bring bashir in in. hey you now. had armin in shimmerman format right you had cork and kira norris on lower decks it you would be really probably dope. get everyone except for cisco right right get everyone this goes not coming back and i'm sorry my tiktok friends i've made that that bad mojo on uh trek talk Saying Cisco ain't coming back, and he ain't. I'm telling you, <laughs> but yeah. everybody's been talking about, oh, Cisco can come back. Cisco, he's not gonna come back. Avery Brooks is back. done. You um, know, they yeah. said the same thing about Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. That was different. Hugh Jackman didn't retire and wasn't disgusted with acting. Mm. Was he though? <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I want to be positive, and I'm positive. I ask you, Captain. What can? I'm what? Gonna learn- <laughs> That was what is going on with this show? Mushrooms <laughs> earlier. Like, what can I say? Yeah, that's what I thought. They were real. I didn't realize they were those type of mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> the salad is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> wow, so I'm on a pizza. Now I'm on Mars and I'm a wizard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry, uh, Jace, mate. What were you saying? Because you had a really good point. I don't there. even remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. I'm such a dick. Anyway, you really are. <laughs> so, a future speculation time. Uh, <laughs> one thing that I'm gonna throw out there because you have this whole armada of ships, and they keep flooding in. It's they're gonna have to figure out a way to obviously dispose of the construct, and because I noticed one little thing, I noticed that they got the translators to work and then they got one other thing so it looks like it's not a permanent problem there may be a way around it mm, maybe they... i think what they did really well in that episode though joe is they mm. it takes a lot to even get to that point yeah so the damage was done yeah that's true i mean they have to you're right though how are they going to solve that virus they've got to come up right. with something yeah yeah i mean the, who's your money to... on then joe who solves the problem I think it's either going to be Rock, Rockto, or uh, Murph because it would be so random. <laughs> Murph just puts your little cheeks on it and. Boop. <laughs> uh, well, 
Yeah, when, when you're you talking think? about Murph too, like where does like do we see an evolution of Murph or Murph now just a toddler? I think Murph has to evolve. It continually evolves. So we end up getting like a swole group version of Murph? Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to eventually get a Murph that's the size of Rocktail. I still like the idea that Murph is secretly a changeling. That would be fun. That, that's what I like. That works for me too. That works that's for right. me too, yeah. So basically, yeah. you know, what, what extreme Odo would be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Be what fun. are the folks out there saying? All right, uh, let us go. So, yes, it would make more sense to have Bashir. I'm going to do it in the proper order today. So, mm. uh, I feel like Nickelodeon may have an issue with Andy <laughs> Dick. Really? <laughs> I think everybody has an issue with Andy Dick. Yeah, yeah. Personally, has an issue with Andy Dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be great if Andy. Yeah. Uh, I guess Andy Dick or Bashir probably. Yeah. Andy and Dick has a problem with everything. With everything My mom yeah. is on point there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. she's she fingers on the pulse. I've met him yeah. a couple of times. He's, 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 he's something. He's something. You really met him, Geek Filter. That's pretty great. I'm, I'm pretty sure one. Geek Filter is an actor. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm assuming your law still still pending, so you can't. <laughs> yeah, he can't really do some NDA. You know? <laughs> yeah, but can't Bashir and Garrick just be friends? I never saw that either. Really? Yeah, see? I'm not the I only think one. There was a lot of... I mean, for, for me, and Jason might have a different opinion, but I thought he was aggressively trying to court Bashir. Hmm. I thought he made his intentions quite obvious with his language and the way that he would talk. And like I said, touching and stuff like that. Yeah, I never... I, never I saw him as a, a sexual predator in some way. Oh. <laughs> wow. I did because he was aggressively going at Bashir. Wow. I, I, well, I was shocked as, that we uh, never had that scene, the kissing scene between those two. I, I saw it as Bashir, as Garrick was going after Bush was going after Bashir, you know, just kind of clandestinely like dropping hints. And Bashir was too dumb to notice. Mm. Like, yeah. Oh, we should have more of these dinners together. <laughs> oh, yes. Are you a spy? Uh, should I tell on you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh Geek Filter says, as a gay male, oh, yeah, that was telegraphed with fireworks. Oh, yes. It was, uh, it was telegraphed uh, with Morse code given by cannons, yes. Very I, I, don't know what's, I don't know what's going on with me, but I, I think I'm one of the rare uh, straight guys who has a pretty decent gaydar. I guess so. Because that stuff always like, I remember going to see Nightmare on Elm Street 2 when I was a kid and went, that dude's gay. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you ever watched Nightmare on yeah. Elm Street 2? Is it? Yeah, I know. Yeah, gay that's the gay one, 100%. yes. Yeah. Yes. Best way possible, in my opinion, because I think it's a hilarious film. It, well, um, I actually think it's it was like ahead of its time. If you want to know my opinion, what, yes, absolutely. But even as a kid, especially because I was, uh, uh, you know, very raised amounts of quite liberal people, that I was like, a bit more aware of it. But yeah, I thought it was great. I, I, I think really, I reckon the writers would have secretly rather have had that kiss, that same sex kiss, happen between those two. Mm. I reckon. Because that would have been now that would have been a statement. Now that would have been kind of like the the mirror of the kiss that we had in this last episode, where you know Garrett goes in and kisses Bashir, and Bashir's like, "Whoa, what are you doing?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Dorsley doesn't yeah, like augments. We have a moment. We have, I thought it was a moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
You for real, Geek Filter? You met Andy Dick? I hope he didn't sexually harass you. I've heard he's yeah. been sued a lot. Oh, Don't oh, be ridiculous. Yeah. Of course, Andy yeah, Dick sexually point harassed him. Andy yeah, he probably... No, no. Uh, he's Now, we're talking about Cisco. The Cisco, uh, yes. He's back in the comics, and they do work closely with the live-action shows. Yes, they do. But if you also remember, during the reboot, the original Star Trek with uh, uh, Chris Pine in them, they had the prelude to or countdown series. Yes, that of comic. Star Trek. Yes. Yeah, that comic. And that had the original next gen crew basically passing the torch mm-hmm. to the Kelvin timeline crew. And mm-hmm. they were completely not appearing in the film. So I uh, just want to just give you that uh, <laughs> throw the throw the cold. Yeah, water but these back. days, yeah. And what they could do is back off ha- Cisco. He is the emissary. <laughs> <laughs> he is the emissary. I'm and giving you the Puerto Rican evil eye. You know what? Nita's just brought up a good point. We keep talking people want Cisco back. But do we lose the poignancy of his sacrifice if he comes Exactly. Back? Yeah, we do. That's why he's not we coming do. back. We do. We dilute that. Yeah. And is it, as much as we want him back, is it more powerful to have had that, like, sacrifice be the last moment we saw Cisco? Right. Ooh. I mean, you could say the same thing about Spock as well. I mean, yes, would it have been more powerful to have left Spock dead in? Yes, it would have Star Trek too. It would have, but was it is would would it have been as satisfying? Oh no, no, no. Mm. Mm. I reckon the reason they wouldn't bring him back is that would have a lot to do with it as well. Because that that's a miracle you pull off, bringing back a, a killing a character off in, in one movie and bringing it back, and the audience completely accepting it that is not something you can pull off all the time no but i think that um, if i were if I and remember, it took him a whole movie to even explain that yeah and if i recall correctly wasn't there a huge backlash from spock dying probably there was before yeah. they were making it yeah they like leaked out yeah gene yeah. rodberry apparently started leaking it at comms because he like, was gonna kill spock losing his and there shit, was a massive man. campaign so yeah. a lot of people knew about it before the movie even come out. I yeah. can tell you right now that the reason why they had the simulator at the beginning of the movie was so they could kill Spock at the beginning of the movie. Oh. And that way, whenever he like jumped up and everybody would be like, oh, yeah, they killed Spock. And then they kill Spock mm. at the end. And, you know, it really yeah, that's That's actually exactly what they did. Yeah. yeah. It was actually, yeah. that's a smart idea too, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And not and, only because of that necessity... You come up with one of the most important training simulations in all of Star Trek. Absolutely, right. so much and so that it's in lower decks. It's in every. It's in everything now. Yeah. Uh, everything. Yeah. No, I, I mean that made it a big part of the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. it was kind of a uh, fourth wall break too. Whenever you know, in the following scene, when Kirk comes into the into the briefing room and says, "Aren't you dead?" That yeah. was <laughs> that was like playing with the audience. And yeah, I, just, yeah. I love yeah. that kind of trolling. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's get to the Andy Dick thing going on. Uh, <laughs> ha! No, I'm not an. I'm an improviser on the side, and I'm a graphic designer. Hey! But to, yeah, just like our boy Jay's here. All these wonderful things, these bumpers, these little cutaways. I'm not a because, graphic designer. I'm a video guy. Yeah, but he's damn good at it, and you know he don't underplay yourself. You're fucking awesome. Um, I, I'm just gonna record that bit and play that back. <laughs> like, my new ringtone. Really ringtone now. I'm fucking yeah. awesome. <laughs> Virginia, he didn't hit on me. I was warned ahead of time, <laughs> so he was wearing, he was wearing loose jeans and not the the spent the skinny jeans that day. 
Uh, I have seen all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Oh, yeah. Well, Nita, we're going to have a little bit of a surprise for you about Mm -hmm. the past and horror films coming up later. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll mention that in the sign-off. So Uh, I cried in Star Trek, too, thinking he was dead. That's for Spock. In the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. We could get Jake to start. Oh, yeah, to step in and fill that role. Not a Starfleet. Yeah, but it's sort of. I like that idea. I like that a lot. You know what? He kind of looks like his dad, like Cisco now. Yeah, he looks like he's got the goat. He's got the bald head, hasn't he? Yeah. 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 And then he would have more purpose instead of just being writing things down. You know what? That's a lot of emotional weight behind that too. If you brought him in as a, so when we left him, he's a writer, right? Right. The kids, he's a writer. Jake is. Right. Um. Is there anything else in comic books or fiction that indicates? Maybe he got back involved in Starfleet or anything like that, Jason. Not that I'm aware of. No, no, no. Geek filter. If mm. you're still here, so then it's it's open. It is yeah. <laughs> open to use him. Yeah, uh, and then Nita. Perspective. She says we need them to bring Cisco back so that the character can have a resolution with his wife and his two children. He is a family man. So oh, this neither, is... but that's the tragedy of it all. Yeah. It's just like the last so James never Bond. never get to see his family. Yeah. Right. That he but, had to sacrifice his own family for the greater good. Right. And not only that, he, he did say when he was talking to Penny Johnson's character, I forget her name right now, but... Cassidy uh, Yates. Cassidy Yates. When he was talking to Cassidy, he's like, I'll always be watching over you. I just can't be physically there. So. Cisco is Santa Claus. Yeah, that's true. I he know sees you when you're sleeping. sleeping. He I knows know when, when you're, you're awake. awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. And if you're bad, he will have Garrick assassinate you. <laughs> and he can live with it. He can yes. live with it. He can live with that. He's proved that. Actually, oh, if oh. you guys have seen Nita's TikTok, she's got that as a painting. It's really dope. Oh, I have, by the way. Oh. That is. That is and what, cool and Nita, thing. we're going to talk about your TikTok now. You recently put up one with the picture on the television that you got him to do and then the painting underneath it. And the detail of that painting... Oh, it's incredible. It is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Go to Nita's TikTok, everyone. It's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So we've got uh, – how is this going to wrap up? What are we going to do here? Well, we've it... still got another segment. Oh, that's right. Our favorite segment. How do you forget the best segment <laughs> ever? Ever. Ever. Uh, we're doing this now. It's time for Stupid Star Trek Questions. Here we go this week. This is a good one, I thought. Why do they wear only three colours? And why does Kirk wear mustard, but Picard wears red? Hmm. My anonymous uh, question here is more around, I think they're confused about what the colours represent. And why one captain is wearing one color, but another captain is wearing another color. Guys? Uh, so I think that Kirk got mustard color because he was a big fan of hot dogs. And uh, and he you know, did look like a stuffed sausage in some of those movies. <laughs> yeah. yes. and, as, uh, and as time progressed, <laughs> it, it got, you know, green at one point with the... the, the no, that's just different. Part. That's his kind of more casual kind of... Oh, that's... Yeah. It's that but it does around, bring yeah. up a fair question because... Uh, and Jason, we'd be able to say this. They all rep- we've got command for red, correct? Command, correct. Command's red now. Yeah, yeah. Now it is right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yellow's 
engineering is it? Correct. Security. Engineering and security. And yeah. security. And then we've got blue, which is medical. Mm-hmm. And science. And yeah. science. And science. Yeah. Medical and science, of course. Yeah. So what was with the shift? Is there any... Or is it just Gene Roddenberry going, I think they look better in red. I think that that's exactly what it was. Really? That, that somebody just said, oh, yeah, I like... I think that the red's more a more commanding color. Yeah. Wow. And I, I have to agree. I like the commander... I like the command staff in red. I don't know. To me, it's just kind of like... I couldn't imagine Picard walking around in a mustard-colored uniform. No, but could you imagine Pike wearing red right now? And strange, I couldn't. I mean, he did. I couldn't, though, no, but no. he did. He wore the red maroon monster. He did, yes. And I think it, it worked well. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. In uh, actually, I just watched that episode last night. <laughs> the finale. Yeah. Yeah. They a Christmas. I consider that their Christmas episode because it's basically a Christmas it's, carol. Yeah. Right? So yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very it's Dickens. Cool yeah it's a wonderful yeah. life it's a wonderful yeah life. yeah yeah absolutely it's a wonderful wheelchair yeah uh, <laughs> they changed the colors of the department from tos to tng in order to upgrade the uniforms mm. i just i there. was wondering if they'd ever kind of written an excuse i'm sure there I, must be a a canon excuse of what happened uh, between sure that 70 is. years for the uniforms to change allocation yeah or maybe I'm, Maybe back then it just didn't matter. They just wore yellow, whatever. Like I honestly think that the only time that they've ever even acknowledged it was in trials and tribulations. Whenever Bashir was like, "Aren't you all wearing the wrong color?" Yeah, that's ah. right. Yeah, but they never said why. I yeah, I have did. to say one thing that I really like about uh, Discovery, and something that always bugged me about TNG and all of the uh, Next Generation shows, was no that color. they finally separated science and medical into their own uniform colors. And they put medical in white uniforms. And I like that. Oh. I like medical in the white uniforms. Because I'm just like, oh, they're doctors. I like that. Yeah. 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 So oh. in, in that in that essence, if that uniform was back in the TNG days, would Counselor Troy be wearing white? She'd be considered medical or not. I think yeah, she would, would be medical because she yeah, it's absolutely. mental health. Yes. Yeah, mental health, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Totally. Oh, that's interesting. I must admit, I do like that. I don't know if I like the blue designs of the discovery uniforms the season one uniforms never i didn't like them they because i never me, liked the all... enterprise ones either yeah so. to right. me that they they melt into the background i yeah. like yeah. the new ones because they pop out right mm. yeah. yeah they really nailed it with strange new worlds and season mm. two of uh discovery when they brought in pike and all that yeah, yeah. those first time we got to see those vivid colors again yeah but, uh, i like the i like the season three and four uh uniforms on discovery as well, well. that's because when I, they jumped yeah. into the future 900 years yeah so, yeah, yeah they got better that's I, I just really like there's a better tailor up there yeah yeah, yeah it was garrick. upgraded their catalog yeah 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 garrick uh helped out back then <laughs> uh, yeah. garrick, garrick is an emergency tailoring program now yeah. that occasionally murders whenever you need them to <laughs> i think uh, one of my favorite memes we've seen recently and it's such a simple it's not even a funny meme but i think it just describes and it's basically the poster of Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. It's mm. Garrick. Yeah. That's perfect, right? Because that's what it yeah. is. Tinker yeah. Taylor Soldier Spy. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Good point. Um, well, that was it. That, that was, was it. the end of yeah. that. Yeah. Question. Join us next week for more stupid Star Trek questions. There's so much pizzazz into that. So much into that. 
Uh, oh, it's got... overproduced like a motion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The smallest the segment has like the biggest entrance. <laughs> <laughs> For the stupidest segment. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's a good question that came up that I want to pop in before we go. Oh, I forgot. How did the Diviner and Essentia beam on a board after Jenkins boosted the shields with the Protostar? I think that the that the shields failed at after yeah. that. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah that's the shields what failed and they beamed over. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. By the way, how cool was the getaway? That was, was super that cool. Was that oh yeah, he turned into like a, a dreadnought. Yeah, yeah. It turned into a like a ship. It was like a transformer. It was an it was Iron more Man than meets suit. The eye. Yeah. yeah. Don't you dare mention that line in the show. What? More than meets the eye. <laughs> Damn, we're robot people here. <laughs> oh my god! What's this we no, we're monstroid people here. Yeah. You're saying monstroids and the 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 manchines here. Manchines, you'll have to watch our <laughs> He-Man show to understand that. Yeah. And even then, you're probably not going to understand it. <laughs> I don't understand it still, and I would. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this week. Next week is the last week that we're here, uh, on for the year. For the year, and then we don't come... panic, anyone. <laughs> don't fret. Don't fret. But then, when we return, we return to. The Agony Booth. Dun, and, dun, dun. And we're going to be joined by some of our friends out here in the the ether. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but we have some Do other... you want to just explain what the Agony Booth is for new people who on? Oh, yes. The so, Agony Booth show. Yes. Yeah, so, so if you're new to the Captain's Quadrant and you've only been watching from some of the after shows that we do, we have something called the Agony Booth, where we go and spin the wheel of Agony, and we pick and watch a terrible Star Trek episode. One of the worst. Some of them have been, in fact voted as the worst star trek shows ever made and we have to watch them and come back and talk about them yes in the captain's quadrant it's a lot I of know, fun and we haven't done code of honor yet it's still, we haven't, it's still it's out there working like <laughs> yeah. the, like the shark and jaws i think the next one we're doing is deep space nine's resurrection, resurrection. yeah we are it go, brings go, back. Go, go gadget dreadnought. <laughs> dreadnought. Yeah. Uh, I I really I have no like. I remember watching it originally with my my family and going boring. But yeah, we'll all I say that. is I challenge you to take two sleeping tablets and a warm glass of milk and see if you can get within ten minutes of that episode. I just want to know you will be in a coma. Yeah. Who wanted that character back? Really, even in the writing room, who just thought, "Hey, you know who would be a great character to bring back for <laughs> yeah, now? Yeah. That guy, that really boring guy. <laughs> yeah, bring back that really boring guy and make him the main character in his own episode. Yeah, of a, and... of a subplot that is falling apart rapidly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and there's nothing there like go. the evil uh, Louise Fletcher, rest her soul. Oh, yeah. It's so many like, oh, you should stay a while in the back. Yeah. Like she had so yeah. many like little quips. I, but oh. I don't think she's even in this episode. No, she, a, no it, she's not. It's she's a mirror not. universe it's all episode. On... Yeah. It takes place after the real Burial Didled and now um, <laughs> real Burial Didled. Wow. What the heck was that? <laughs> after Burial Didled, um, yeah, he his mirror universe counterpart comes back. It's like, look at me. It's the character no one wanted. Yeah. Do we need any reason to talk about this further? I'm getting trauma and anxiety just here. No, 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 no. Let's, alone, we're going to have to watch this thing again. Let's, that's the uh, show we do. <laughs> yeah, that is. That is. Uh, and it's a lot of fun because we get uh, silly just like we do here. Um, 
And we also have some other exciting news uh, yes. as we go out. Let us show yeah. that beautiful graphic of yeah. all the exciting things coming in 2023. The yeah. Uh, the channel is getting an upgrade. Not only are you going to see our wonderful, lovely faces on the Captain's Quadrant, but there's a whole slew of shows with different uh, hosts. They're going to entertain you immensely. So please be sure to subscribe because we have so much coming for you in 2023. Can I just quickly maybe just give a quick description of what each show is? Absolutely. People love hearing right. your voice. Captain's Quadrant, as you know, you know what it is. You're watching it. It's weird. If you mm -hmm. want to go even weirder, Go to the Power of J School where we talk about everything in the He-Man universe. It's a fun show. Yes, most of the time we seem drunk, but I promise we are sober. <laughs> Moving to Looking Forward. Looking Forward is our monthly show advising you what cool stuff is on the cinema screens or in streaming or VOD is Looking Forward. And that's a great show with our captain and one of our other hosts, Brandon. One week later, that's our review show. When instead of reviewing a movie the day it comes out, we review it a week later after everyone's kind of seen it and all the reviews are out, the box office is out, we go and have a chat about it. Behind the Curtain is our interview show. That's really Joe's show where he's going to, in 2023, interview interesting people from the world of the internet and the arts. Um, that's also going to have some con stuff up there when they go to the comic cons. That's going to be really cool. Backtrack, Saturday morning. This mm. is for you... Um, Fans from when you were a kid watching Saturday morning cartoons. This is a show dedicated to looking at some of those classic cartoons that we all grew up and watching in our jammies eating cereal. <laughs> and then we've got Off the Shelf. Off the Shelf is a that's that's one of Joe's shows as well. He's going to be hosting that with our good friend Rick. Um, and that's all about collectors, people who have passion who collect things, and we're, they're going to be highlighting some of their collection as well as uh, highlighting some of the guests that they're going to have. And finally, Nita, as I said before, if you want to go retro, you want to go 80s and look at some horror, VHS Vault is where it's going to be at. We are basically, we have a wheel just like the Agony Booth. We spin a genre and then we spin from, once we've decided what genre we're going to watch, we spin another wheel to find out which movie we're going to watch. So that's going to be really exciting. All from the 80s era, maybe a little bit early 90s, but that's going to be a hoot as well. And Joe... They're the shows that we're doing. Yeah, it's going to be so exciting. We've got so many wheels to spin right round, baby. Mm. Right round, like a record, <laughs> baby. Round, 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 round. Uh, I can't wait. I am so uh, honored and happy to be a part of this channel and its growth. Uh, uh, we will come back with more details on when these shows are going to be playing. Uh, ah, yes. Nita, Nita's, Nita's going, <laughs> what's coming out? Like, when is this out? Yeah, 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 yeah. So just is so Joe you know. Joe on every show? Does no, Joe's not on Ugh. every show. Don't worry. Don't worry. You won't get, <laughs> you won't get me on everything. But uh, I will be popping up quite a bit. And yeah, it's no, going to be a lot of fun. check out our channel. Look, all I can say is this year we, we conceived this concept. We built it over the months. Uh, we're starting to build a little bit of a, an audience now. You know, we're going to have really great... But all people just love what we love. And we're, we're very positive about the future, aren't we, Joe? We think we've yes. got something really cool here. And we certainly... This whole concept is meaningless and we, unless we have you guys interacting with us and, you know, build this and guide us where you, what you like watching and what you don't like watching, right? Yep. 2023 is going to be a big year for all of us. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so until next week, be well, live long and prosper, and... Don't get shot. What? Don't get shot. Don't get shot. <laughs> I, I don't know.